Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Navy Wife Radio. You're listening to Wendy and Marie. We're here live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern or on demand at NavyWifeRadio.com. Tonight, we're taking your calls live as we welcome a special guest to the show. So join us. It's going to be a fun hour. Laugh, learn, and relate with us. Hey, this is Steve Wolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Welcome to Navy Wife Radio. Today is September 11th, and thank you for tuning into the show, everyone live and in the archives. This is Wendy, and we have a great show planned for you, right, Marie? That is right, and I'm back. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. Hello, everybody. Yeah, so today we're remembering 9-11. There's been a lot of stuff on the TV today, remembrances around the country. Um, so we want to take a moment to just remember that and um, to... You know, to all the firefighters and rescue workers and people who lost their lives in that tragedy, and and just just I just want to say thank you too for all the men and women in the armed forces that protect us and the service people like the firefighters and the policemen who protect us every day. And yes, and thank you to all the families that make the sacrifices so that those people are able to serve. You know, all those wives right now that are listening alone and their husbands are deployed. You know, thank you. Yes, thank you very much. So. Um, so, yeah, so today we're remembering 9-11, and on the show we have Air Force wife, Terry Barnes. Kind of cool to have an Air Force wife in the house. She'll be calling us all the way from... We almost have all the branches in the house tonight. I know. I'm excited. She's calling in at like midnight. Well, no, it's like 3 in the morning, her time. So sweet for her to call in. Um, so she's they're stationed at Ramstein, Germany. How exciting just to be there. I know. I can't wait to talk to her. So her and Army wife, Jan Wesner, and I hope we say her name right because I always I don't know if it's Wesner or Wesner, but she writes the blog um, Standing By over on Tampa Bay. I love that, Standing By. And she writes for the St. Pete Times over there too. So, And Craig is from St. Pete. That's where he was born. And raised, mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool to get to talk to her. And her husband is actually deployed right now. <clears throat> so, so that's who's coming on the show. And then um, and we're going to talk about movable careers and their average, you know, what their life is like. Um, I'm just curious to talk about um, being stationed in Germany and all that kind of good stuff. Well, that yeah, the movable careers things is what's so exciting. It's just being able to have something of your own that you can take wherever you're, you know, the Navy or Air Force or Army moves you. Yeah. So or Marines or sorry. My voice is still anymore. a little scratchy, so sorry if people have a hard time listening. No, I you know what? I have terrible allergies right now, a little bit of a cold, so my voice is getting raspy, so I'm 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 trying to sip on my tea. Yeah, me too. So I've got so, so <laughs> well, to that's why. And then in the last half of the show, um we have a navy wife, Liz, coming on the show with her ten year old daughter Samantha and I, they Yes. It's so cool. They um just came back from their trip to Oreo Park where they were uh, surprised with their sailor who'd been at sea for six months. Uh, did you see the picture? Yes. Oh, my gosh, the picture. The, the, I love the pictures they have with the, 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 the daughter, Samantha, her face when she saw her father. I'm, I'm assuming that's what the, you know, the shock is from um, because they have a picture of her, you know, just, Elated. She's so just glowing, yeah. ecstatic. And you guys can check those pictures out on the website. Um, they're up. There's like 
Well, there's a couple, but there's also a couple links to some more pictures. And so that was courtesy of USAA and Strikeouts for Troops, which um, I had never heard about until a few days I ago. had never heard about it either until I read about it through USAA's article. Yeah, so, um, and and what they do, it's um, it's an organization that um, a pitcher started from the um, San Francisco team, and they donate $300 or $400 for every strikeout. And so I just think that's so cool, and it goes towards wounded troops and their families. And um, her being treated at, like, hospitals like Walter Reed or, or Bethesda Naval Hospital. So, yeah, I think his name is like, I have to look it up. Um, I have it in my notes. Oh, Barry Zito, the pitcher for the San Francisco Giants. That's who started that organization, Strikeout for Giants. Well, thank you. So I just think that's awesome. So they'll be here at the end, later in the show, and um, and then we'll do some highlights on our event in October. And um, October 6th, our event, military our military spouse event, and that's OperationDinnerOut.com. You guys can go to to read more about that. And um, so, yeah, so Craig's been gone a week. We'll spend. I cannot believe it's already been a week. It is a week today. Yes, it's already been a week. And, and in that week, he's been to Norfolk, and he was actually able to see Carrie in Oceana, which is kind of cool. And the Blue Angels were there, so they got their own private warm-up show of the Blue Angels flight. <laughs> Flight team. I just think that's so cool. That is cool. Uh, that's so, like yeah. being over here and driving over to Pensacola and watching them, you know, there. Yeah, so he's there. And then now he's in South Carolina. He's in his Army training. And it's so he's in like an Army-type barracks building. Uh-oh. It's like a 1950s buildings, he said. And he's Well, yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, that's where we were stationed in Charleston. And if anybody is familiar with some of the older, you know, Places they have there, your um, your date is a little bit. It's almost like taking a step back in time. Right. It really is. But it's still be- it's a beautiful Even Fort area. Stewart's like that. When we went up to Fort Stewart, really, just to, to tootle around the base. Um, it's just it's like it's just distinctive army. I don't know how else to. I'm not saying distinctive it's a bad army. thing. It's just a very distinctive. Well, even the Navy base up there um, and um, the the weapon station they have in Charleston. The weapon station is very dated. I mean, if you just threw in some green carpet and maybe some orange accents, like an orange telephone, you'd be in a time warp. Well, um, so yeah, he's definitely in a, a time warp. He says it's like the chief's quarters, though, where he's at. It's like an open bay environment. Mm-hmm. Environment. And but for him, you know, he's got space, so he doesn't—he's—it's not phasing him. But you know, he said that the body—he got issued his body armor today or yesterday, all of his uniforms, thirty-five pounds of body armor. And so many women right now are going, "Oh, please, my child weighs that much, and I carry them." Well, here's the thing: once you have it all geared up and on, he yeah. says it's sixty-five pounds. Wow! So I do not know how these guys. You know, do that day in and day out, and carry. Well, he'll be doing it for a year, but you know, if you're, he's going to have good leg muscles. Is what's going to happen. So yeah, so so, and today he qualified with the weapon. I talked to him earlier, so um, he's uh, he's over there doing his thing. And I've had so many emails from people. So we're going to have to do a show, something on IAs. I haven't figured out what to do yet. but Well, even if it's just talking about your questions and answers that you've had, I mean, things that you've learned already and questions that you still have and would like to learn, I think that's just intriguing to all of us. Yeah, um, I would like to get some wives 
whose husbands have, have gone or, or, or are gone and been gone for a while. So if you're listening and your husband's on an IA and you want to be part of that show, just send us an email, submarinewife.com. Very, so very good. That, that'll be coming up probably, we'll probably do it in November because we need time to schedule it. And I think that's the first spot we have open. So So is there anything else going on at your house? Um well, I know, like you, soccer started here. Soccer did start. Game. Yes, and Christian is absolutely thrilled. Oh, my gosh. You know what? Zach is absolutely heartbroken because his first game is this weekend, and we leave in the morning. Mm. He's going to miss his very first game. In fact, so everybody that hasn't, you know, caught up, you know, again, the whole fuchsia dress story, my sister is getting married on Friday, and <laughs> I just call it the fuchsia dress wedding. Right. Because for the bridesmaids, for everyone that didn't get that, we are all wearing fuchsia. Fuchsia and flip-flops. Did you I, find some shoes today? Yeah, I'm not wearing flip-flops. I found shoes. Oh, okay, good. You know me. can't conform. So anyway, so yeah, so the wedding's Friday, everybody. My little sister's getting married Friday night, and uh, Zachary will be in the wedding. He's going to be kind of like an usher. He's going to walk my mom in. Oh, and Michaela okay. is going to be the flower girl, and I'm will post. I'm sorry, being the mother that I am, I will post a picture of that little girl because I can't. We need to. We want to see oh her. Oh my gosh, she's got her. the tiara, white gloves, the whole night. I am so excited because you know she's five and she's going to be getting too old for this. So this is kind of you know. She's the perfect age. Oh my gosh, she's eating it up too. She is loving it. She's going to get her. She's going to get her nails painted at the salon while all the you know the bridal party's getting their nails done. She's going to be part of the whole thing. She is just ecstatic. So she is just jumping up and down talking about how she's the flower girl. And so uh, meantime here at home, we're, um, so Zach will be missing his first soccer game, which will be Saturday, which he's bummed out about. So we'll be back hopefully Monday, if not Tuesday. Um, we have a wonderful thing. We're flying standby because um, we have a friend that works at American Airlines, wonderful flight, um, uh, air, wonderful airline, and uh, we're flying standby on passes. But that means that we can only get on a flight if there's availability. So we can get bumped, kind of like a military flight. Right. So anyway, I just found out that instead of traveling tomorrow night, we, you know, we found this out late last night. We are traveling. We will be leaving our house at 4.30 tonight or in the morning, however you want to call it. Oh, my gosh. It's tonight. It's like you're going underway. You know, it's yeah. You know, if this is anything like a fast boat's like, I don't want to. By do the way, it. don't make me laugh because I'll start coughing. I know. Well, I'm coughing too, so, so I hope everybody just apologizes because that, you know. I've, I've muted the phone and you're like, <laughs> Wendy, well, hello. That that means I'm uh, okay. Coughing. Me too. So, so we're both silent. Just we're having a moment of silence. So that's just bear with us. I want to tell you too, real quick, before we bring our guests on the line. Um, last week's show we had on. Um, Megan, the USAA expert. Oh, from um, about. I, I thought we were talking about the girls. <laughs> well, no, but listen. <laughs> and he was so funny. He says, "This I know off topic." He's. I said, "You know, I'm so sorry, Marie's not here." Um, uh, but you know, we're so excited to talk about identity stuff. And I had just gotten an email from like USA Jobs saying their 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 database had been compromised, and I, oh, I was freaking out about that. And um, his name was Tom Shaw. He's very serious, very mm-hmm. accredited. I mean, he's like the vice, the assistant vice president of like the fraud and anti-laundering money division of USAA. There's such a thing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I said, I'm so sorry. I know. I said, I know that Marie is just so disappointed that she didn't get to meet you. And he goes, Well, tell her that I'm just disappointed as well. I heard she's pretty lively. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I love it. I don't know if she's been described like that before, but 
Oh, no, I have. Spontaneous <laughs> and... You know what my girlfriend said to me the other night when we, we were out um, having a, a dinner? We have a um, wonderful new message, which I hope they are going to listen to one of these shows eventually because I've told them about it, and they're military wives. And they, um, I got a phone call from one of them saying, I have an emergency recall, which means oh, yes, I need yes, a drink. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were out having a drink the other night, and I was described as theatrical. Theatrical? I guess after a couple of drinks, you'd be pretty sad. I, well, we hadn't been drinking yet. Oh. <laughs> well, they're not used to like, Oh, gosh. The, now, you, after all these years, are used to the, you know, you know that when we're, when, I, when we're doing the show, there's a filter most of the time. But when we're together, there is no filter. So they just think it's funny how I really do just say what's on my mind. Yeah, yeah, that could be a little bit. Yeah. So I let them know, you know, I I really don't, and they know that because they see me in an office setting. So they see me, you know, go from one, you know, one personality to the next. It's like I have two people, you know, inside my head, you know, very serious, very focused. Then, you know, all, you know, it just all goes away. Well, I just thought that was so funny, so I had to share that with you. And um, okay, so I think we're ready. I think we have some guests on the line. So what we're going to do is. um, Oh, Let me introduce these two to you. Well, be, real quick, before we sure. do, I just want to say one more thing. I want to say congratulations to all the selectees, the chief selectees, because they are beginning the pinnings now. So I yes. just want because it will all start happening now, and this week people are getting pinned. So congratulations, congratulations to the families and wives. We're all, yes. we're all very excited for you. We're cheering. And um, I'm so excited to see all these guys, especially in their new uniforms, good-looking uniforms. Absolutely. Okay, so go ahead now. Now I said congratulations to everybody. Okay, now, so I think what we'll do is we'll play a um, a quick break from our sponsor, and then when we come back, we will. Um, I'll introduce you to Jan and to Terry, and then we'll just get started. Sounds great. So, all right, everyone, we'll be right back. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. This is ET1, Pat Rabby, the creator of Hey Shipwreck, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the show. Um, let me read a couple of you know bits of information about these two, and then we'll bring them on the line. Um, Jan Wiesner, I hope, I hope I'm saying your last name right, Jan, um, is a journalist and Army wife who's lived and worked and traveled around the world. Jan's husband, Mark, is an Army Special Forces um, officer currently deployed to Iraq. She has two children. Uh, they've been married almost 17 years. She's worked as a freelancer on or on a full-time basis for more newspapers than she can count. They include <laughs> the Sun Press in Hawaii, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, the Col- Columbus Ledger Inquirer in Georgia, and uh, the Fayetteville Observer in North Carolina, and the Stars and Stripes. She is currently a reporter for the St. Petersburg Times in Florida, and she writes the blog for the paper's website called Standing By. We just love that that blog. And um, to introduce Terry to you, Terry Barnes, she grew up in an Air Force family, and her hometown is Altuas, Oklahoma. She's a graduate of Baylor University, majoring in journalism. She's been married for 22 years to her career Air Force husband, Mark. They have three children, all born in, dif- in different states and or U.S. territories, all at military hospitals. <laughs> Um, I know. That's amazing. Two amazing women. Before um, Terry started working 
full-time, she worked in print journalism, and then after having her kids, she found a way to continue her writing. Um, she's written for the Military Times, Stars and Stripes, local papers, magazines, and several spouse publications. She began writing spouse calls for Stars and Stripes in April and the spouse calls, spouse calls blogs in May, and that's how we have found her. So, um, ladies, if you can hear me, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. This is Terry. <laughs> Hi, guys. We're so excited that we have no technical difficulties. Yes. Good job, Wendy. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) Hey, I didn't know both of you were going to be there tonight. I thought you were already on your way to your wedding, Marie. You know, I was trying to get out of here. (laughs) You know, life happens. (laughs) Yes. So I thought, well, why not do a radio show? I thought about doing in transit, but they really frown on us trying to use the cell phones on the airplanes. Yeah. Well, oh, sure, you've got plenty of time right before you get on a plane at 4.30 in the morning to do a radio show. I don't know how we're going to – I just don't think we're going to sleep tonight because I'm also terrified of flying. Oh, no. So I I don't sleep anyway, so I told Wendy, I've got plenty of time. Well, here's my question. Who's Who's getting the kids ready? Well, you know, that's me. Um, I would like to say that my husband does 50-50 on everything. He does on a lot of things, uh, but that will be me. Except I do have to say one thing about my husband that shocked me the other day. My daughter's in ballet, and I was running late from work. And I called him, and I said, I need her to be dressed for, she's five. I said, I need her in her ballet, you know, leotard and tights. And he says, her what? You know, and that man went to her room and found pink tights, got them on, facing the right way, and a leotard, and had her hair somewhat brushed and some, I don't know what he did to it, but it was out of her face, and had that little girl ready when I pulled in the driveway, (laughs) and he said, never be late again. (laughs) (laughs) So he might not have them ready tonight, but when in the jam, he he steps up, so. Yeah, you've got to keep him. Yeah, I'm going to keep him. So welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and out of your night. Oh, yes, I'm doing what you're going to be doing tomorrow night. I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning in Germany right now. I know, I can't Oh, gosh. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. Yeah, we're so excited to have you, you know, both on. And, Terry, yep, thank you so much. Are you got coffee or diet soda or something to keep no, you awake? No, because I hope I can go to sleep after this. <laughs> oh, I thought about making a pot of coffee, and I thought, no, then I'll be up all night for sure. I, if I don't, maybe I can get three hours of sleep before I have to get the kids up for school. So so we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> now, can I ask, did they do anything special where you are for September 11th? They didn't. No, they didn't. I was surprised. There was barely anything even in the paper today. I was very surprised about that. Really? But how was it in the States? Was it a big, I thought it would be a big deal because it's Tuesday again. It's Tuesday, September. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't, I just want you to know that I was supposed to fly today, and that's, I have to say that's the only yes. reason why I didn't really that's fly. That's why you didn't. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I know that there's nothing going to happen. It's just the whole thing in general. I just, I, and I'm terrified of flying anyway. I just couldn't get myself to do it. Mm-hmm. And Wendy kept reminding me when I'd say, you know, maybe I can leave on Tuesday, and she'd go, it's September 11th, Marie, and I'd go, okay, never mind. <laughs> well, and that's because I know she already has yes. the fear of flying. So like, she's a good friend. She yeah. kept reminding me because if I would have ended up at that airport and not realized what day it was, it wouldn't have been good. She might have had a panic attack well, or something. I probably shouldn't say they're not doing anything here because I know one thing they are doing is really stepped-up security with everything that's been going on in Germany. I don't know if you've been hearing about it. Yes, but we have. Yes, I wanted very, to ask you about that. that. They, are, they are working hard on September 11th just to keep us safe, even if there wasn't an observation. So, gotcha. Well, very good. Well, we're glad you're safe and everything's going well there. Thank you. Well, I'm let's, really um, let's get right in, and I have a couple some questions to ask. And, 
And um, I will, you know, we didn't do this before, Marie, but um, if, if people want to call in, um, we can give them their number or, or they can IM us a question at Navy Wife Radio on Yahoo. We just ask if you call. We've got one open phone line. Normally we have a few more, but since there's four of us on the line, we've only got one extra one. Um, but if you want to call in and ask a question of these ladies, you're more than um, invited to do that. Just remember OPSEC and um, just your first name. Yes, no, please um, don't list yeah. your um, your husband's name in conjunction with his commander boat unit, etc. Yeah, we don't want to give you know the enemy any um, information that they could you know possibly use to harm our husbands or or your husband. So um, our number is six four six six five two four six two nine. That's six four six six five two four six two nine. Or you can IM us a question. Um, that's usually what folks do, and that's um, Navy Wife Radio on Yahoo. And um, I think we're just on Yahoo. Can yeah, I've got Yahoo up, like, and it's also, if you forget the number, it's on Yahoo right now. I have it up underneath our name. Okay, cool. And Yeah, for some reason I can't get my Yahoo to work on my, I mean my AOL to work on my new computer. But um, So just the Yahoo one's open. So, so okay, so we'll just do like a tag team. I know it's kind of hard, you know, when we have so many people on, but I think it'll be fun. <laughs> um, tell, tell me, you guys, tell me, yeah, you, you both write for newspapers. I'm just wondering, um, how did you get started in that? I know it's hard when you PCS to, to, to get your foot in the door again to reestablish your career. So if you could both answer that question, how you got started in your current positions. Sure, Terry, go ahead. Oh, hi, Jan. I didn't, that's the first time I've heard your voice. <laughs> no, you, you go first. Okay, well, um, how did I get started in this business? Basically, um, I got started in college, um, and I already knew my husband at that point. Our first date was on my 17th birthday. So when I started in this business, I already knew that um, I'm not sure if at at that point I knew that I would be married to him, but I knew that that I was at least attached to someone that was going into the military. Um, I basically got into journalism because I failed at everything else that I tried, and this is my (laughs) about plan C or D. And um, and, um, when my husband proposed to me, he actually got down on his knee and he said, um, do you think you could have the career that you want and be married to an Army officer? And I said, mm, I'm not sure. And then thinking about it, and et cetera, and I said yes. And basically, um, you know, I already had some experience at that point, and I was just lucky enough that at his first duty station, which was in Hawaii, that I got a job there. was an entry-level job right out of college. And um, the next few places we lived, I continued to, uh, to progress and move up in my career um, just basically um, with a willingness, um, as you mentioned, to go in and, and, and start from the bottom again, um, but also um, bringing the experience of having worked for a lot of different places, living in a lot of different places, um, being a very versatile person who can adapt easily to a lot of different situations, um, that was a plus for, for all of my employers. Um, and I think that that, that, that was something that um, they really could appreciate. Well, I think as military spouse, it's something that we all kind of acquire through the years is the ability to attempt to, you know, adapt, adapt. new situations. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Conform, adapt, yes. Definitely. And okay. what about you, Terry? Well, my path was pretty different. I started off knowing that I wanted to be in journalism from high school. I was on my high school paper. I was on my college paper and majored in journalism in college and and worked for my hometown paper in Altus, and then you know, went on to work for a newspaper. My husband and I got married right when I graduated from college, and then I, 
I worked for four years in full-time print journalism as a copy editor. And at, also when I, when I married him, I know, knew he was going into the military. And so after seminary and everything, he was waiting for a slot. We got a slot in the military. And at that point, we'd been married about four years. And we decided it was time to start our family. And so that was pretty much when my full-time journalism career ended, right, you know, within within four years of when we got married and when we started having children. So I thought, well, freelance writing is the perfect thing. I'll be able to do that and take care of kids. And, of course, I totally underestimated the amount of time it takes to raise children, <laughs> not to mention to be a freelance writer. You know, I just guess, I think I think I just thought that jobs were going to just come flying in the window. I don't know what I thought. But I realized that writing is really going to have to take a, a back burner during during those years. But I did still write from time to time over the years, like the, for the papers that, that you mentioned, just different places that we lived and wrote columns for for uh, several spouse club publications at different places. And um, most of my writing has been freelance with an emphasis on the free, but it was still writing. And if you're a writer, it's just good to be doing what you love. But yes. I just kind of did it when the when it was available. But always in the, in the back of my mind, I knew that someday the door would open and I'd be able to use my writing again. I just didn't know what it would be. So truthfully, sometimes I thought the only doors I ever saw were the slammed ones because it seemed like every everything I submitted was rejected or I never heard anything back. And So in the meantime, I'm busy with three kids, so it wasn't like a, a huge priority. But as the kids got older, and of course they, they're all in school now and I have more time, and every base is different. Some bases you just have more time, and this is one where I do have more time to myself. So you know, every assignment is different, I should say. So when we moved here, and of course knowing Stars and Stripes is readily available, I started exploring the freelance possibilities to get back into Stars and Stripes because I had written for them when we were in Japan. And I still have three kids at home, so I didn't want a full-time job, but I knew I'd have some hours. So I submitted a couple stories, and they were accepted. And at the same time, I also got in touch with Stars and Stripes editor I had known when we were in Japan. And he knew me and knew my work, and even though that was 10 years ago, that that duty station, I just let him know that I was here and interested in doing some writing. And when Stars and Stripes decided to add to their coverage for spouses, he contacted me and asked if I might be interested in writing a Q&A column. I was like, might be? I'm, I'm not saying <laughs> I did a little dance in front of my computer when I got that email. It might be. So um, just the offer of writing a column, I was like, pinch me. I can't believe it. I got a job for Stars and Stripes. So That's awesome. It was, it was just amazing. Is- yeah, so I could hardly believe it, but it at the same time, it seemed like the most natural thing because I felt I was so prepared to do it. I mean, the amazing thing about it is during all the years when I was being a mom and volunteering at school and having a house full of neighbors for coffee or going through deployments or adjusting overseas, you know, all that stuff that we all do, I knew that was all good stuff, but I thought that was all I was doing. But all those things that they were important in themselves, but what I didn't realize at the time was that those are the things that were preparing me for this job. And maybe this column is preparation for something else, or maybe it's the one great job I get to do, but uh, I don't know. But either way, I'm just really enjoying it. So well, I have my story. Ask you, can I ask you a question? Um, I'm going to be the caller here for a minute. Um, <laughs> Terry, I have to ask you, when did you live in Japan and where did you live? We were at, at Yokota from, let me think, 98 to 2000. I lived in a in Okinawa uh, at that same time, and that's when I worked for Stars and Stripes. Really, I was in Okinawa in Korea from, uh, and I worked for Stars and Stripes from '97 to 2002. Oh, amazing! As a full-time reporter, yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, I just did. 
I just did freelance travel stories. So. <laughs> Great. I'm sure I read some of them. I'm going to have to go back and look them up. Uh, you see. might. That's awesome. <laughs> that was back when it was still Pacific Stars and Stripes. You know, all that's changed since then. But. Yeah. Great. Cool. Well, I have a question for both of you guys. Now, for someone that I now working at the Navy Recruit Relief Society, I'm doing their PR stuff, and I've started writing for them and having to, you know, submit things into papers. And I have a girl that works with me, and she majored in journalism, and she's very excited about writing. What are your tips to someone that's just starting? I mean, do you have anything, lessons learned that you'd like to pass along to someone? Because I know she would love some information. So would I, any advice, guidance, help? Oh, you take that one. (laughs) So my advice would be to just get as many clips as you can. In other words, uh, write as many things for publication as you can. And like Terry already mentioned, the emphasis being on free in freelance. Yes, yes, it's free. (laughs) Definitely freelance. Um, But if you're willing to do that, um, I mean, I've worked for free many times to get my foot in the door um, Uh at many different places. If not completely free, then then pretty close to it. and that's pretty much what you need to do because when you go into a, a job um, interview, you need to show something that you've published. You know, mm-hmm. nowadays it could be a blog. Um, mm-hmm. it, there's many different formats now that are available to you, but you need to show something that has been a published work um, and in a professional format. Um, and that would be my biggest my biggest tip. You know, you mentioned um, you know working for um, a spouse group or something like that. If you can write something for a publication and be able to show that to a potential employer, that will get you a, a foot in the door. Yep, I agree. And especially for those publications where it is for free, if they're looking for volunteers, they will let you write almost anything you want. I mean, yeah, that's and that's what I'm finding with the Relief Society. I'm I'm able to have some creative control over things. Right. And, be create, you know, have that. It's really nice, and also getting to know the people with the other base papers. I'm able, hopefully, that I can submit things that you know are personal and do. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of guest spots. That's mm-hmm. a very good point to make those connections too. Yes, I love making connections. Right. I think that you should always know someone. That's. <laughs> I was going to say that too, and even though as, as different as my career has been, just to remember the people that you worked with. Mm-hmm. Because even if it's been several years, you can say, oh, I worked with so-and-so. And often I've found that people know that, oh, you worked with her? Oh, okay. Well, you know, it so gives you almost really credibility sometimes. It surprises me, but, yeah, it really does help. Well, and it Terry, really you helps. just gave the perfect example how 10 years later someone emailed you and said, hey, do you want to work for me? Absolutely. Absolutely. That was, that was uh, just floored me. Well, that, but, and yeah. it says a lot about you, that you obviously made a lasting uh, you know, impression. And a good one at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jan, I know, like, your blog, you know, I, I've been following your blog, and that kind of led to your um, your then becoming a reporter with the paper, right? Yes, um, in a way, and, and this is another example of who you know. Um, when we, you know, in moving around many times, we've, we've predominantly lived overseas, but we lived in Florida um, from 2002 to 2004, and when we were here, we lived here in Tampa, where I live now, and I worked as a freelancer um, for the St. Petersburg Times, and um, I essentially went into the St. Pete Times and, and, again, said, I'll basically work for you for free, um, <laughs> but I did, I did get paid a little bit, and um, I maintained the contact with my editor that I had worked with um, during the time um, in, after I worked there for two years as a freelancer. We moved to Germany from 2004 to uh, 2006. During the time we were in Germany, we learned that my husband was going to be deployed to Iraq for um, a year. 
and I thought that it would be a really cool idea to write a column for some publication about, um, you know, what life is like for a military spouse whose husband is deployed. So I contacted the editor that I used to work for here and said, hey, um, you know, where do you think I should, I should do this? What newspaper do you think I should, I should pitch this to? At the time, I had no idea that we were moving back to Florida. That's a whole other story. Um, that, that was one of those last-minute moves that happened. Wow. And, and um, he said, well, why don't you do a blog for our website, which is tampabay.com. It's the newspaper's website. And I had, at that point, I had never read a blog. And I said, well, <laughs> sure, I'll do it. What the heck? And so that was all planned out, and then we found out we were moving here. And so, this is like perfect timing. Yeah. So then, when we found out we were moving here, he said, "Oh, and by the way, I have a job opening. Would you like it?" And this was almost uh, almost a year ago now, and that was a um, a part time job. Um, I did that job for about six months, and they turned that into a full time job that did not fit into my schedule with kids. It was it was uh, the hours didn't work for me, so I went back to being on a freelance basis. Two or three months after that, they called me and said, hey, we have another job open. Would you like this one? And, or would you like to apply for this one? And I said, yes, of course. And um, so I applied for it, and um, the job is a, a 32-hour-a-week position that is in an office five minutes from my house. It, it's completely ideal for me, and it literally fell into my lap. And, I think um, that's just amazing. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I hate to interrupt you, but I think we have a call. Oh, yeah, so, great. So let's see if we can take it. I know we have another guest coming on later on in the show, and I don't think this is them because I have their call-in number. Um, but um, just your first name and um, area code 703. Are you there? Do you have a question? Um, yeah, my name is Lisa, and I'm calling for Terry. Oh, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> Welcome Hi. to the show. And I just wanted to say that Terry, and it sounds like Jan, too, they're just awesome military wives who have – put their careers on hold, and now I just am so happy for them that they're finally getting their chance to shine. And Terry has written many free things for <laughs> many different bases I've been with her at. Yeah, Lisa knows me well. I do, and they're just always an inspiration, even the ones she just sent out the last few days. So I just wanted to say hi to everybody, and you guys are doing a wonderful job. Thank you oh, for calling me, Thank Lisa. you so much. Thank I love you. So much. All right, we love you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. I just, I just have to say, can I just make one comment? Go right yeah. ahead. Um, is that um, in, in terms of putting your career on hold, that, that does happen quite a bit. But I have to say that um, up until my second child was born in 2004, um, that I worked uh, pretty much full-time every place we lived um, for, um, you know, that was uh, 14 years that we had been married at that point. So really what put my career on hold was children more than the military. Oh, yeah. I, I think that happens to a lot of people out there. Yes, <laughs> and, um, and, definitely. You know, now three years later I've gotten back into it. But I just wanted to point that out because I think that a lot of times, um, you know, we do, we do. A lot of us do put our careers on hold. But on the other hand, a lot of us find ways around that too. Mm-hmm. 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 And something that you mentioned, Jane, when you were talking, about one of the last things you said was about your job falling into your lap, but but I think that's probably not the case so much. You seem like you've been very proactive in the thing, the connections you've made, and the, you know, you just have to you just have to keep putting those feelers out there. And this the caller we just had, Lisa, is a really good friend of mine. She is a, has been a really good example to me for those kinds of things to to find what you can do and look for those things. And she's got three kids and busy all the time, but she's always finding ways that she can use her talents. And 
And I think you really do. I found that out, that you have to be much more proactive. Like I said, I thought the freelance jobs were going to fly in the window. Well, that didn't happen. And I found out really it took a long time for me to figure that out. Oh, that I really have to go out and look. And, And even with doing this column, I again, still I'm learning it because sometimes I have to hit me upside the head, but I thought letters were just going to come flowing in, you know, when this column started. Well, I found out it's still my job that I go out and I find what, what are the questions. And I talk to people and they, they have done the questions, but they're not, they're not sending them, them necessarily to me unless I'm going out and talking to people and asking them or sending emails and saying, what do you think about this? So being proactive and, and really taking your, your talents and your um, – your dreams into your hands and saying, this is what I want and what do I have to do to get there? That's really exactly. important. That's great advice. Well said. I want to know what your husbands think of your column or your blog, Jan, too. What do, you, what do the guys think? Um, well, when when my editor here, like I, I talked about, well, first when I when I had the idea for a column, I talked to my husband about it. And then when my editor here came up with the idea of doing the blog, um, I talked to my husband about that. And, um, you know, he's extremely supportive. Um, we, very, very supportive. Um, we have some ground rules. In the blog, I don't write anything uh, that he tells me unless I ask him first. Um, you know, I will send him an email and say, hey, can I put this in the blog? And he will say mm-hmm. yes or no, and I'll tell you more often than not, he says no. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have the exact same problem. <laughs> and um, then, uh, you know, when I was working uh, for Stars and Stripes, and even here, because I, I, I do write a lot of military stories for the paper here, um, we have a, another ground rule that we have is that I never write anything about his unit. Um, mm-hmm. that he's assigned to for the paper. I mean, yeah. at Stars and Stripes yeah. especially, that was a big issue because we lived in Okinawa, and there's only uh, two Army battalions on the island, and he was in one of them. Um, and so, um, you know, a, a few times there were stories about them, and I just would have to excuse myself from writing those stories. Yeah. But, you know, uh, like I said, he's incredibly supportive, and um, his view on the blog especially is that it's only going to help people to uh, see more and feel a better connection with, with the military life than, than they otherwise, you know, might. Well, I, I encourage everybody to check it out if they have it, and you can get the link on our site. But you can go to um, tampabay.com and just click on blogs and look for standing by. That's how mm-hmm. people get there. And it's uh, they do like um, a Sunday night pajama party there they i know you 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 were doing it for army wives and i think you're continuing to do it right yeah we're calling it sunday secrets and it's every sunday night at 10 o'clock so if you listen to the spouse buzz um chat theirs is at nine and ours is at 10 and um it's sunday secrets and um it's kind of a new format because we did used to do it during army wives so now we kind of have to uh find something else to uh to talk about so what we're going to do is every sunday i'm going to tell you a secret and then uh, we'll go from there. Okay, well, good. Well, I love the title of that, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, very good. Very, very inventive. And um, okay, so um, we need to start wrapping up. But Terry, I want to ask you, you know, what does your husband think about your? Oh, he's very supportive. He's always been my biggest fan. I mean, sometimes he used to drive me crazy, saying, "Did you write anything today?" During the years when finding time to write was just almost impossible, he's always encouraged me to keep writing. And so he's almost as thrilled as I am with with this opportunity and so he likes the column. Now the one of the the first column I wrote, I think I I had mentioned something that happened when he came back from deployment one day and you know how that that deployment adjustment is just so difficult and one day I remember standing in the bathroom going, 
Lord, thank you for bringing him home safely and help me not to kill him because I'm <laughs> yeah. so frustrated yeah. with him. I think and we I, all can I, relate to I that. I wanted one. to write that in the column because I had a question about what do I do? My husband's back from deployment is driving me nuts. Yes. And so I asked him before I put that in because those kinds of things, you know, those kinds of things I would always ask him about. But he he said, oh, sure, put it in, no problem. So he's never, and until this week when I, I wrote the September 11th or the September 9th uh, column that came out, when I said, honey, I think this week I'm going to write about deployment. And he, is, he said, no, no, don't, don't write about my deployments. My deployments are just a drop in the bucket. So many people are gone for so much longer. You know, don't write about that. But I wrote about it anyway. So. I read it. But you know what, though? I think Marie and I always say it's not good to compare because what yep. you're going through at that time is very important to Absolutely. you. And, and I, there's I always somebody that can relate to you. People's right priorities are always different. That is the one yeah. thing that I have learned being a military wife more than anything. You look at someone else and they're upset about something that maybe you wouldn't be upset about. And then, you know, right. you're you're freaking out over something or frustrated with something where they look at you and say, well, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Your people's you think priorities been, are always different. And you've been through deployments before, and then you come around with the next one, and you think it's going to be a piece of cake. Every deployment's different, even for the same family. Oh, it is. So. But today I put something on the blog about that, about why I wrote it, that it wasn't, you know, it's not about, it's not about, whining and bragging about your husband being gone or, or whatever. It's it's more about we're in this together and it's uncertain and you know, what do we do with it? So, right. so that's why I wanted to write that. And I just want to encourage everyone to um you can find Terry's blog over on stripes dot com. Right. And you just click on blogs and then it's called Spouse Call. We love that name. I think that's great. <laughs> and then she writes her, her, her articles that come out in the paper and that's how we met her. She actually contacted us to do uh a story on right. Military Wife Talk Radio, and we were like, oh, my gosh, somebody wants to talk to us. <laughs> right, <Marie? laughs> Wendy? It was, I, I wasn't surprised. I was flattered. <laughs> okay, so I was a little surprised. surprised. Okay, I was a little surprised. No. I could but. have written pages of, of all the good stuff we talked about, and then I had to condense it down to, like, three quotes. It was I so apologize hard. for that. I'm part of the reason why. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we wanted to talk so much to you. <laughs> uh, well, ladies, I feel like we just, like, Barely hit the, you know. I know we're, we're, we're going to have to have you guys back yeah. if you would. Yeah, if you, if someday you don't mind staying up again all night, thank you so much, Terry, for doing that. <laughs> I feel awful that she's up. I mean, I have a purpose of being up. You know, I have to get on a plane. The plane won't wait for me. But um, thank well, you so I can, much. I can catch it out tomorrow. This is well worth it. Thank you. For well, maybe we'll change tonight. the time next time, and we'll we'll That's stay up. That's what I told you. Yes. Stay up at three in the morning. Okay. Yes, I'll stay up. <laughs> yeah. You you get some sleep. Okay. okay. Thank. And you. thank you so much, Jan. All right, thank you. Yes, thank you, Jen, so much, and we look forward to having you guys on the show again with more time. Maybe we'll do a full hour. Thanks. Awesome. Okay, thanks, thanks guys. Good night. Bye. Good night. We've been talking to Terry Barnes from the Stars and Stripes who writes her blog, Spouse Call, and Jen Wiesner. And, you know, I forgot to ask Jen, how do you say her last name? Is it Wesner or Wiesner or what? I think it's it's Wesner, but, you know, if I got a vote, that's what I would vote on. Okay. Well, you can find Jan over at um, tampabay.com, and her blog is called Standing By, and they do that live chat on Sunday nights, so check it out. So those are two great resources, I think, for, for military spouses to find another way to connect to others go, going through the same, you know, mill life. And I think we gave some great tips, too, on how you must be proactive when it comes to pursuing your career and pursuing um, a job once you move. It, that was great. Getting connected back in. So mm-hmm. so how exciting. All right, well, so 
oh my gosh, it's just the time goes by so fast. I know. Um, on our, the next part of our show, we're so excited. We have um, an, an, another Navy wife visiting us, Liz Broughton. I hope I say her name right. And um, she's actually calling from your backyard. Now. I know. Well, I'm looking at the area code going, hey, wait a second. Yeah. So when we get back, we're going to talk to her and her experience about reuniting, being reunited with her sailor after he's been gone for six months. And her so daughter hopefully will be joining us too. Yes, hopefully. And uh, we'll do that right after the break. So stay tuned. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. This is the Chief from AskTheChief.com, and you're listening to Wendy and Marie on Navy Wife Radio. If you have a Navy-related question, visit our website at AskTheChief.com, where we've been keeping sailors informed for over five years now. That got loud. Welcome back, everybody. I think we have Liz on the line. Liz, are you there? She's on the line. Hello, Liz? Hey. Yes. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Oh, we're doing we're great. We're doing great. Welcome. Oh, hold on. Hello? Oh, I think we're having a little bit of technical... Oh, no, we're okay now. We were just trying to do speakerphone so you can... Um, Speak to my daughter and myself at the same time. Oh, excellent, excellent. Well, we're so excited to have you guys here. We heard the story, you know, about how you guys were, you know, whisked away over to Oriel Park for the, you know, the, the strikeout for troops, um, you know, thing, and, and, and how you, you got to reunite with your sailor. And we just are so excited to have you here on the show so you yes, can share we, with us your experience. Yes, please tell us how it happened all from the beginning. Well, um, what happened was the uh, command master chief of my husband's ship called my job and asked um, if I was interested in taking a trip off base of Spade to Baltimore, Maryland for Military Appreciation Day at Oriole Park. And our ship, I guess, was picked from all the deployed ships um, to represent, uh, I guess, you know, the deployed families. Mm-hmm. So... Um, he asked if uh, if my daughter and I were were interested in representing like all the deployed families and also throwing the first pitch. So of course, you know, I was very honored to do it. And uh, the CMC and the USAA staff explained to me that my daughter would be throwing the the first uh, ball to an Oriole catcher. And, Have you guys uh, ever been to like a, a major league baseball game before or anything like that? Well, yeah, we have, but we've never been, we've never, like, participated in it. We've just been, um, you know, spectators. Spectators, right, yeah. Right, Yeah. So then they, what they told me was that my husband was going to be via satellite. Oh, and, okay. Um, yeah, he, and he was going to walk my daughter through the uh, the first pitch. So so as we got on, you know, onto the field, I'm looking around and, like, okay, when is the screen going to come up? When am I going <laughs> to see my husband's face? And all of a sudden, the announcer said, well, for every um, pitcher, we need a catcher. So then they, they, they uh, said, well, the, our catcher today is going to be, and then they said my husband's name. And, of course, uh, my daughter and I, our jaws have just, like, dropped simultaneously. We were, we were in shock. So you had no idea. You didn't have an inkling, nothing. 
No, they, I had no idea because even even as uh, when we were driving to the stadium, they kept saying, "Well, we're trying our best, but the satellite's not the satellite's not up." And oh, oh good. my goodness! That oh, good. that's good. That's, that's really something my good. husband would do. Yeah, he's. They had yeah. me going. Let me tell you, they really did. Uh, but um, anyway, so what happened was, uh, he, my daughter, um, started throwing the first pitch, but she threw like a like a wild ball. <laughs> so my husband, he was determined to catch that ball, you know. Uh-huh. So what he did was, as he caught it, he bumped into the cameraman, and they they almost like both fell on the ground, but luckily <laughs> they didn't. So if he was wearing his wife, he would have been all like black. <laughs> from- so when did your husband actually come out? So when they said for every you know pitcher they need a catcher, did he just walk out onto the field? Yes, he he was. What it was is he was in the uh, dugout and the Oriole gu- uh, dugout. Oh, okay. So let me ask: Did you guys run to him right away, or were you frozen? No, we were frozen because I, I was like, should we run or should we not? I, I didn't know what we were supposed to do. So then all of a sudden we're like, I'm going to run to him. Yeah, you, I was going to say, you got, I, I would have been disappointed if you wouldn't have. So anyway, so I started I started like crying. And then I'm like, well, I better not cry too much because I'm going to look like a raccoon, you know, on camera. And <laughs> so. I love that now as a military wife, she hasn't seen her husband and it wasn't six months. Yes. And she you. is worried about her eyes. <laughs> yeah. And the raccoon eyes. I love that, that you even thought of that, because, you know, you'd like to think that in that moment you wouldn't know anything else was happening around you, but nope, you were worried about your raccoon eyes. Good for you, <laughs> making sure you look good on camera. And, you know, those pictures, are they're on baby.mil, because I saw them today, and we posted really? them on our site. I just think so. that's so funny. Yeah. There, yeah. But anyway, well, I mean, the, the Navy, the all-hands magazine was there, and they, and they interviewed us, and I guess they're going to do a piece on us sometime. And uh, it was just so exciting. I felt like a celebrity. The USAA people, they, they were just so awesome. They treated us like gold. And um, Yeah, I love USAA for that. They do all kinds of special things like that. And then today, oh, for the, the strikeouts for troops, they're actually um, they're teaming up with them. And there's like 16, I think, major league baseball games today. Yes. And for and every strikeout, they're donating, donating like dollars. Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah, I know. it's like $400 per strikeout. So. So, yeah, we love USAA. Think well, with so many negatives in the world right now, I mean, just to see the positives and have them focus on that, that is just, it's, it's, it's great. We need it. Yeah. So we how do. Did, what did your husband say for, you know, how they told him and, and how he got off the ship? I mean, how, how was he, cho- he chosen? Out, right? Well, um, I think what, uh, I'm, I asked one of the, the, uh, the reps from the USAA, uh, Bree Reicher, and she was saying that, um, I guess, they they looked through all of the different branches and they decided on Navy. And then it was uh, which ship of the Navy were they going to pick. And our ship was like, I guess, one of the ones that were deployed. So our RCMC, being as smart as he is, he, he like quickly said, I know exactly the family that I want to represent. And I, he felt that um, we were the, like the Navy family, the, the one that he felt that no one else can like represent the Navy like we can. Because we're like very, very supportive of my husband and, and our ship, and we go to like all the meetings, and, and we try to do as much as we can, because I work full-time, and it, it's, uh, I dedicate as much as I can to the group and, and do whatever I can. So he, he sees that, and he sees that, that bond that my husband, I have, and my daughter, we're very close. And so he just decided that we were going to be it. Well, I'm very proud that, that you were who represented us then because that is wonderful. Because I know all of us, we, we wanted someone that would represent ourselves, and you're that. 
Thank you very much. And, and I, if I can take a, a chance to, um, to thank the staff of the USA, uh, John Hancock, uh, Paul Berry, Bree Reicher, uh, Shad Young, and the great city of Baltimore, uh, Maryland, for making this uh, possible for us. This is like, I feel like an opportunity of a lifetime, and it's, it's, it was such an honor that um, not only the Navy, but we were representing all of the families of, uh, that Military are, you know, the family members are deployed. Yes. It was such a wonder. I mean, talk about it. I don't think you'll ever top that one. Yeah, I, I, I'm still in shock. I really am. I'm, I am still in shock. I was shocked when I won first kiss. I can't imagine. <laughs> I know, Marie. I mean, I mean, I about fell out of my chair when they called my name. I, I didn't even hear them, and that was just for first kiss. And only husband had only been deployed for you know three months. Yeah, I know. We we read. I don't think I ever won first kiss. I think Christian won first hug. Yes, and then my kid won first like, hug too. Yeah, yeah and I was like, shocked. So I can't like, imagine someone saying. Uh, Miss Hazel, we would like to fly you. <laughs> Wendy's giggling because she knows that this ever happened to me. I would be on the phone with her all day going, there's no way this is real, Wendy. But um, I can imagine someone calling and saying they want to fly me somewhere or you, they want me to go to a game or want, you know, and just the whole ordeal would just seem surreal. But I have to say I'm a very suspicious person, so I would be like, what is going on here? But they must have done a really good job covering their tracks. Yes, they were. They they were really, really good. They had me going. And then I spoke to my brother-in-law, and he was like, you know, I, I, once I thought about what you told me about the satellite thing, he said, that, that, that was impossible because they would have, like, they would have, like, knocked out all, all the, the Navy ships if they would have tried to even attempt to do a, a VS satellite thing. Oh, my goodness. Well, is your daughter, Samantha, is she around? Yes, yeah, she's right here. Can she say hi? Hi, Samantha. Hi. Hi, Samantha. Was this just as exciting for you as it was for your mom? Yeah. What was your first response when you saw your dad? Well, my mom was looking around, and I was probably the first one to um, see him. I was like, hi, Dad. And and, and then when the cameras pointed at us, I, I, I made this expression. Oh, are you saying it was staged? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I saw the pictures that, you know, were on Navy.mil, and they're all over the Internet about this whole great story. And um, your expression on the mound that I saw, it was just priceless. And I just think it's you had such a great opportunity, and I just I think that um, you're like the envy of every, you know, military kid who wishes it could have been them. And I think you represented them very well. But not only that, I'm sure you might not think it's a very big deal now. And, it, I mean, even if you do think it's a big deal, I think you're going to realize even how big of a deal it is years from now when you look back and see this because that is a really big deal. Yes, it yeah, truly, truly was. Yeah. It's something I think you're going to appreciate more and more over time. And how did it feel being in a stadium like that with all those people watching you? I was really, really, I was feeling... I was really feeling claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, you know what? I had the same feeling. Oh, well, the, the the great thing is that when Mike came out, they they the stadium, everyone was stomping their feet and yeah. they were roaring and cheering and they gave us a standing ovation and everything and that, that was like well, it was well oh deserved. It was just well, how how long did he get to spend with you? Pardon? How much time did he get to spend with you? Like, did well, he go um, home or did he have to go back? 
Well, right now he's he's with us home right now, but he is going back on the ship. It's just that um the ship, you know, the schedule's kind of changing. So they're waiting, I guess, to hit a port. So the USA is going to fly him back on the ship. But the ship does come back, um, you know, sometime this month. And um, we're having an anticipation dinner and everything next week for the ship. And my daughter and I are going to be I love it. that. Anticipation dinner. Oh, my gosh. Wendy, we will we no longer to, call yeah. it halfway or anything. We are calling it the anticipation, anticipation. dinner. I love that. So is Mike there with you now? Yeah, Mike is here. Well, Mike, can you say hi? Michael! <laughs> right now he, he's in the computer room listening to us talking. Oh, okay. Well, gosh, if he's there. Well, you know, I heard a man's voice. I did, too, and I was, line, I was thinking, who is that? Maybe that's Dad, or maybe that's Uncle or neighbor. I didn't know. Well, you know me, being the Navy wife I am, I was concerned. I thought, oh, who is that man's voice? Is that a radio? I, you know. We well, don't, I, I don't think we have a radio. Well, we definitely want to say hi to him if we can. I just, um, I, um, I want to give everybody the the, the websites for um, strikeoutsfortroops.org is where you can go to learn about the organization that teamed up with USAA to fly this Navy family out to Oriole Park for this great reunion, and it's Strikeouts for Troops, and it was started by San Francisco Giants pitcher Barry Zito. Yeah, thank on you, Barry Zito. Yes, and on that site they have a list of all the pitchers that are involved, pitchers like Adam Wainwright from the Cardinals, and just a whole list there. Yay, and Cardinals! Woo. Yay, Cardinals! We love the Cardinals. Well, here he is. Mike. Hey, yes, how are you? Mike, how are Welcome you? Welcome to the show. Thanks for, oh. thanks for being with us. Not only were you in a stadium, now you're on a, uh, you know, the, the live talk show. Uh, well, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, thank you for what you did. And, I mean, how excited were you to be chosen? I was, uh, it was just an honor for me to actually, I was surprised. It's like, why is it me and, you know, not someone else? But I uh, just took a big shock to me, and uh, and I'm just so glad that actually uh, it all worked out very well for me and my family. How long have you been in the Navy? Uh, about 13 and a half years. Well, it was well-deserved. Yes, well-deserved. You have definitely earned it, I'm sure. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you. How did you find out that you were going to be flying off the ship? Uh, my command master chief of the boat, uh, he told me that if you're interested, you know, this was uh, Thursday, he told me, and he said, if you're interested in going, uh, uh, we want to keep it really quiet so your wife and your daughter don't know that you're actually going to be coming up here, but you have to convince her to go because uh, my child's still in school. So. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. And so, she only missed one day, but it was okay. She uh, caught up on her work. Oh, great. Now I'm feeling awful annoying that I'm pulling my kids three days out of school for a wedding. <laughs> they got to see their dad after six months. I'm pulling them out just for a wedding. <laughs> oh. And uh, he told me, he said, well, you have about three hours to pack. And uh, uh, <laughs> once, once uh, uh, it was okay, if, you know, I had to convince my wife to go. And I told her that I won't be there, but I'll be there on the satellite. I'm sorry I had to fit to you, Liz, but... It's all right. <laughs> I don't think she's mad at you. No, no. I don't no. think she's mad at all. <laughs> I have to say, if my husband was told he got to see me and the children after, you know, the children and I after six months, and he was told three hours back, he would have been waiting. I think maybe thirty minutes top. You know, he'd be topside holding his bag. He'd be ready. Oh, I was ready. I was ready. <laughs> I was wow. uh, in uh, Panama and I flew out that 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 time and uh, met up that up with him and uh, it. Just worked out really perfect for him. 
Uh, I just don't want to say thank you to USAA for everything that made it happen. Well, yes, USAA is awesome, and um, I just think it's it's great that they chose a Navy family. I mean, I know they could have chosen, you know, any, you know, Army or, or Air Force or Marines or Coast Guard. Yes. So, so thank you li- so I'm much. Li- yes, I want to go ahead and we've got to wrap up and say goodbye, but um, thank you so much, you guys, for taking time to be on our show. And, and thank uh, you for representing us. And we, I mean, we are proud that you were the ones that were chosen. We are all very proud that you guys represented the Navy for us and the families and deployments. Well, thank you very much for yeah, having thank us. You. Thank you. Good night, guys. Have a great night. Thanks again. Good night to you. Good night. Good night. Good night. That's so awesome. Well, our live feed is about to drop off in just a second. So for the live listeners, thank you guys for, for tuning into our show. We appreciate you every week, and thanks to USAA for that great thing. And um, we'll continue on in the archives in just a few moments, so stick with us. Okay, we're live in the archives now, Marie. Are you there? <laughs> I love it. Sounds like you dropped off the face of the earth for a second, then you just popped back up. Um, well, I think they were hanging up on the line or something. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, so I just think that's awesome. I, I just think that's awesome. And just the pride that you can feel the pride that they have for the Navy, for, the, you know, the mother and daughter, for their husband, for their father. You can just feel it. Um, and that makes me very proud that that was the family that was chosen. I mean, I'm honored that they represented us. Yes, and um, I'm glad they've picked um, a family that. Um, I mean, I know he said he's been in the Navy 15 years, but I still feel like they're. Was it 13 or 15? I don't know. Maybe he did say 13. I'm not sure, but either way, he had he's earned it. So, and they both spoke very well, and we're so how cool we got to talk to the little 10 year old too. She's so funny, and she goes, yeah. and then I saw the cameras point at me. <laughs> I was like, so funny. Spot. Can you imagine if Zach or Christian had a camera pointed at him? They'd be like, yeah, we're cool. Uh, we always joke. Have you, you, you know, uh, we watch, you know, uh, every once in a while we'll watch a Saturday Night Live or Mad TV, and I have to say that we're getting too old apparently to stay up that late. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll TiVo them or whatever. And there's a skit um, on, I'm pretty sure it's Mad TV, and if anyone, I'll have to go look it up. But the, his name is... Um, Oh, gosh, I forget the name. He plays a little boy, and he's always going, look what I can do. So every time I think of, you know, Zach or Christian, I think of, look what I can do. <laughs> you know, they jump around, and they do a little, you know, show-off moment. Stuart. You know what? I forgot name. to tell her. Stuart. What? Because um, she's in Jacksonville. I wanted to invite her to our military spouse event. Well, I hope she's still going to listen to this. Yes. So I let's invite them. Please, please come, Liz. Please come, Liz, and join our military to introduce her to everyone. Yes. And have her picture up on a huge screen blown up. <laughs> yes, with like the, you know, the strikeouts for troops and USAA. And did you see her t-shirt on the, on the yes, website? Yes, I did. I loved that. It had the, both little, you know, it was cute. Yes, all I know is that I have to, now this is awful, and please forgive me for saying this, but if I was chosen for something like that and USAA told me and they wanted me to go to the Oreos, I'd be like, can I please have the Cardinals? Do you think that would be selfish? Is that asking too much? <laughs> like, in Chicago, Craig's like, please don't yell for the Cardinals because they played the Cardinals, you know. Yes. Like, please, please, please don't, please don't wear anything red. Please don't say the word Cardinals. You know they hate yes. the Cardinals. Yes. Oh my gosh, rivalry. Like, I can't possibly be for the Cubs if you're for. The, I'm like, I, I would. I think I would have disowned you if you would have. I, I mean. Know. I mean, you always, and if you know, if you watch the game, you'll see the red shirts in the stadium. They proudly put themselves in the middle of the sea of blue. 
oh gosh, Craig's like, I don't want to get jumped. <laughs> <laughs> He's so smart and we're so passionate. That's our problem, you know, passion comes before brain sometimes. And yeah. hear me, I would be cheering and yelling and wearing my, I have a cardinal hat and t-shirt and I need a new t-shirt. That's what, you know what, while I'm in St. Louis, I have to make a point to get a cardinal t-shirt because I have gone into every store down here trying to find one and ever since they when they won the World Series, they had lots of them, but now you can't find them. Um, yeah, you know what else I wanted to say, and then we got to start wrapping up. You can yeah. find them here. You know what happens? Like when I was in Georgia, there's like University of Florida stuff, University of Georgia stuff. Yes, turn yes, the TV yes. on on Saturday afternoon. You can watch the Georgia game. You can watch the Florida game. You can even watch South Carolina play. I turn the TV on on Saturday to catch the Florida game, and what's on? Mizzou and Illinois. <gasps> I'm like, who won? I don't know. I had. To ah! I was like, what ah! is this? I want my SEC. My SEC. I cannot believe you're complaining about watching the Mizzou Illinois oh, game. I know. If it was, you know, if it was basketball, I'd watch the Illinois okay. game. Okay, but Mizzou Illinois—that's just as big as I, Cardinals and the Cubs. Not when it comes to you know. College sports, though. I just, oh, just, oh, I'm SEC. just. I can't help it. Oh my gosh! Even the, the Miss I apologize, to Wendy. She doesn't know like, what she's saying. I know people. She's lost. Okay, so before we run out of time, I've got to tell everyone. Um, yes, because I've got to pack. Op- OperationDinnerOut.com. <laughs> yes, please tell if us you about Operation. Been over there, check it out. Um, to our listeners, if you haven't been, go check it out. Um, our show today, it was sponsored by TheSubReport.com, your daily source for summary news and events. So make sure you head on over to TheSubReport.com. Um, as always, our show end will, um, we'll, we'll sign off with Thomas Anderson's song, Is This Love? That will take us out, which is available on iTunes, and people can download it from there. So, Marie, next week, are you going to be on the show or are you going to be traveling? You know, I am crossing my fingers and praying that I will be on the show because I'm supposed to get home Sunday. If I don't get home Sunday, I hope to be home Monday. And if I'm not home Monday, I'm going to be a very unhappy person. Okay, well, I hope you get home Monday. <laughs> if not, you know what? Um, I, I don't know when I'm going to be home because uh, my flight plan is to come home on Sunday. So if I'm not home then, it's all up in the air. So I plan on being on the show. I hope that you get a flight. Tuesday. Um, Everybody cross their fingers for me. I'm going to be. And anyone that wants to come visit me in St. Louis, you want to come with me, come to my sister's wedding, you're all invited. Yeah. I won't even, I was going to say something, but your family already doesn't like me, so I better not say They it. don't. Everybody, I just want you to know, my family does like Wendy. They just don't like it when, um, let's get a I quick recap. I steal her away, they, yes. She steals me away just because when my family comes to visit, you know, when your husband's deployed a lot, what's the one thing you don't get to do when you have children? Have adult girl time. Yeah. And, yeah, so Wendy comes over and she tries to sneak me out of the house like we're teenagers again. You know, I'm pretty much having to climb can up my window. Can Marie come out and play? Yeah, no, she says, she can Marie come out and play? And then my mommy and daddy say no because <laughs> they want to visit with me. So, But, yes, my family likes you. You want to come to the wedding, Wendy? Oh, gosh, I would. I'm going to take pictures. My husband, for everybody to know, he is wearing the dinner dress, the tux. Many medals and all, white jacket, black pants. And you know what my mom says? What? He's going to look like the waiter. Oh, great. <laughs> Always there to say the right thing. <laughs> oh, God. Well, 
too hard. We're going to take lots pictures. of pictures, and Please. I can't wait to post Please. a picture of me in my fuchsia dress and my husband in his waiter outfit. I told you don't make me laugh. I've had to mute my phone <laughs> and cough like four times on this. And I don't want to, yeah. All right, so well, trying. thank yes. you, everybody. Yes, I'm going to go pack. Thank yes, you, I'm Wendy. Gonna... I'm going to miss everybody. I know. Um, I want to say thank you to our guest, you know, Air Force wife, Terry Barnes, from the Stars and Stripes, visitor at stripes.com. And I want to say thank you to Jan Wiesner, Wesner, over on tampabay.com, her blog, Standing By. Thank you to, you to both of them for taking time out of their busy, busy lives and being on the show. And I also want to thank um, Navy wife Liz Broughton and her daughter Samantha and Mike, of course, um, for coming on the show and sharing their story about how they were reunited on the Oriole Park um, field by um, USAA and Strikeout for Troops. So if, for more information on all that stuff, you can everyone can go to our website, submarinewife.com. And, uh, and uh, we got, we'll see everyone next week. Um, our disclaimer for our show, do you have that, Marie? You want no, to? I do not. <laughs> well, we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy or the Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here are our own and do not reflect official Navy policy. Any advice we give is strictly the author's. Um, should you require professional counseling, please seek a qualified professional or therapist. So, Yes, good night, everybody, and thanks for listening to The Subwives. Yes. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to Navy Wife Radio. You can visit us online at NavyWifeRadio.com for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. Close my